Hello and welcome to the Making Money Simple podcast. This is episode one. It's a pretty big day. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. I really appreciate it. Today's topic, as you can probably tell by the title, is why you need financial education. Before I jump into it, I want to give just quick a one minute introduction into what the podcast is about. As you may be aware, it is to do with financial education and really to do with all things surrounding money. So ISAs, pensions, investing, property, credit cards, budgeting, saving. When it comes to money, there's endless topics to talk about. And over time, and we're going to be talking about hopefully them all on this podcast. And hopefully over time as well, we'll delve deeper and get more specific um, into these issues. In terms of how it's going to be structured, not issues actually, topics, in terms of how it's going to be structured, I'm going to try and get a different guest on each week, and I'm going to try and keep the podcast around 20 minutes. Um, I know people are busy, and they might not have time to listen to a podcast that goes on for hours, so I'm going to try and keep the episodes to 20 minutes. Also, in terms of the structure, I'm going to start the podcast with a joke, (laughs) that see how well that goes down and then going to give a quick two to three minute summary of the topic so if you are particularly busy on one day or maybe you don't want to listen to the whole thing I mean hopefully you do but just the first few minutes will give you the main uh, I guess key points from the podcast but then as different guests come on hopefully with different or opposing views to mine we can then discuss topics and you can get more out of it that way because at the end of the day it is personal finance everyone's got different views um so yeah today's episode why you need financial education but before as you know the structure now we're going to start with a joke the joke is going to be a bit of a dad joke and a pun you know one of them eye roll jokes just to get people you know loosen up make you feel at home so it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong but it takes an even bigger man to give a giraffe a haircut. <laughs> Probably rolling your eyes. Hopefully next week I'll have a guest on and now, you know, have a bit of laughing laughing in the background. That's the joke out of the way. I'm not actually going to give a summary for this podcast just because it's going to be quite a short one. It's just an introduction in terms of what financial education is, why it's not really talked about enough and why you need it. Looking at three mistakes. I mean, there's hundreds of mistakes that people make, but three ones that particularly come to mind when I was thinking about this. So first of all, financial education, in my opinion, is the ability to make financially sound decisions. There was a definition on Investopedia, a bit more waffly than that, so I'm gonna have to prefer my one over their one. Or put another way, it's the art of not making dumb decisions with your money. A bit more brutal that one, but you know, financial education is just yeah, making good decisions with your money. Um, and in terms of why is it so important, and why it's not talked about more. I think there's three elements, school, home, and in society. So school doesn't teach you anything really about financial education. It's too busy teaching you important things like the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell or something along those lines. Parents don't really teach you. I mean, I guess some parents try to, but generally speaking, bad money principles or practices are passed down through the years um you know in terms of generally parents are more savers than investors they think investing is risky they think saving safe that sort of thing so it's not really taught at home much or incorrect stuff is taught which is probably actually even worse than not knowing anything or yeah maybe maybe not 
And then the third part is society, where money is quite a taboo subject. And it's quite hard to have open discussions about it with people because people, you know, generally just don't like talking about it. So when school's not teaching you anything, your home life isn't teaching you anything or is teaching you the wrong stuff. And then you can't talk about it in society. No wonder why people essentially upgrade their houses and cars and holidays every few years and are no better off when they're 40 than they're 20, even though they're now earning a decent salary. It's because there's a lack of financial education. And it also explains why so many actors, uh, NBA, NFL stars, footballers, uh, lottery winners all go broke because there's just a lack of financial education and people don't know what to do with money. So that's what it is. That's why I guess it's not talked about or why it's not taught enough. And now I want to look at a few mistakes. So the three mistakes I've highlighted that people make when it comes to money and if they had been financially educated, they wouldn't make these mistakes. This list could go on. I'm sure you're thinking of some that come into your mind already. But when I was thinking about it, these were the first three that came to my mind. So I thought, let's just discuss these three because they obviously must be the most obvious ones to me. The first one, perhaps the worst mistake you can make is not investing. So whether that's in an ISA or a pension, people just really put off investing because they don't see the point. And all that means is you're then just relying on your paycheck, your monthly salary to essentially sustain yourself. By investing today, you're essentially buying time and freedom in the future because the ultimate goal with investing is to build up such a large number that you can then live off of the dividends or the cash flow from that number. So you no longer need to work. That is the end goal. But people think they, they don't invest, whether it's ISAs or pensions, because they don't see the point now, they'd rather enjoy themselves today. But even, especially if you're in like a teenager or in your early 20s, like myself, just by giving up a few hundred pounds or even 50 pounds of your monthly paycheck invested today, in decades time, that is going to be worth a lot more than it is today. Go on Google, type in compound interest calculator. I enjoy playing around with it. Just put in, you know, 300 pounds a month, 30 years, 5%, 7%, 10%, and you'll really see how exponentially your money can grow over time and why it's so important to start early. Also, if you start early, you can invest a lot less per month. So if you did want to spend more of your money or whatever, because you're getting more years, you're taking more advantage of compound interest. So not investing is a big mistake. And if people were taught about investing in school, if they, there was financial education in school, I'm sure everyone would invest as soon as they turned 18. Number two is credit card debt. Now, this is a bit of a more touchy subject. A lot of people, a lot of people find themselves in you know huge four, five, six figure sums of debt. And this really should be taught in schools because so many people in their late teens or early 20s find themselves with huge, huge high interest consumer debt because they don't understand how credit cards work and they're not responsible when it comes to the free money that credit cards give you. But obviously what they soon find out is that it's not free money. It has to be paid back, often at an extortionate interest rate. And then they spend their 20s and 30s paying off huge amounts of debt when they could be either spending on things they enjoy or just investing it. So a lack of credit card education. And I really think, obviously, people have different uh, opinions when it comes to credit cards. I'm a fan of them. Um, I'll be doing an episode on credit cards. Uh, but realistically, you need to understand how, even if you don't use credit cards, you need to understand how credit cards work and 
how bad they can be and essentially destroy your finances for so many years just by a few bad decisions. And it's sad that people, particularly younger people, find themselves in this massive problem where they have huge amounts of debt. And if they had been taught credit financial education in school, then not only would all the credit card companies go out of business, but they wouldn't find themselves in such bad debt. That's the second one. A third mistake that people make is thinking investing is risky. It's actually the opposite. The most risky thing you can do is keeping your cash in the bank. Obviously, excluding a emergency fund or, you know, if you're buying a home in the next few years, then it's sensible to keep cash and your money in cash. But it, keeping your money in cash in the bank in the long term is the most risky thing you can do because you're guaranteeing yourself to lose 2 to 3% a year. If you invest, you, have to, you may lose money some years, you may make money some years, but the long-term trend of the stock market is up and you're giving yourself the chance to earn a positive return on your money. And as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, you're giving yourself a chance to buy back time and freedom in the future. I made a graphic on this actually, and I've got the numbers to hand. If you keep your money in the bank account, you've got £1,000 a day, that's then worth £819 in 10 years, £670 in 20 years, and £549 in 30 years. So essentially, money to £1 today is worth 50% less in 30 years by keeping it in the bank. If you invest, you can earn 5, 7, 10% on that money over the long term, and that will be compounding and building your wealth. So investing is risky is often, you know, you'll hear going back to what I mentioned earlier on about what maybe what people at home teach you, your parents teach you. Investing is risky. It's the opposite. Investing is actually very simple. And you're essentially, if you use index funds, which I'm definitely going to do an episode on, but if you use index funds and you buy into that monthly, all you're doing is participating in the stock market. And when companies earn money, when companies uh, stock prices go up and they pay dividends, you're getting a share of that. By keeping money in your bank account, you're getting absolutely nothing year after year. I will do a whole episode on index funds, but I personally think they're the best way to invest. And people criticize them because you're only getting the average return. But let me tell you, by getting the average return of the market, which as I mentioned is about 10% over the long term, or 6 to 7% if you account for inflation. When I used to do my compound interest calculations for my own posts on Instagram, I normally use 7% because it's more conservative. By getting the average return of the stock market, you are actually getting an above average return. And this is because 96% of fund managers can't beat the index fund. Most individual retail investors can't beat the index fund. People would try and sell you a course or they might get lucky once, but beating an index fund over a long-term period, such as 15, 20, 30 years, is literally impossible unless you're a unicorn like Warren Buffett. <laughs> so that, the third one, yeah, that could be a whole episode on its own. I also mentioned that in my ebook about how investing isn't risky, and it really isn't risky. It's more just the mindset where people are short-term focused, and you know they'll happily go and spend £100 on a bag, but if they see a stock fall by £100, they'll instantly sell. You know, why would you? So investing isn't risky. That's the third one. And yeah, that's probably then the end of this podcast. I know it's a shorter one. I just wanted to focus on what is financial education. Look at how school, home and society doesn't really promote it, which is why we need to talk about it. And also three common mistakes people make. Not investing, 
getting into credit card debt and thinking investing is risky. To be honest with you, the list could go on. Each of them three could probably have its own episode in itself. But I'm going to leave it there. I don't want to take up too much of your time. From next week, there's going to be a bit more structure. We're going to have a guest. We're going to be talking about specific topics. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to what's come. So please subscribe, follow the podcast. Um, I'd really appreciate that. If you have any criticism, feedback, or want us to talk about anything, please get in touch. And other than that, have a great day. And I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much for listening.